Welcome to Just the Tip, a fantasy football podcast with your tippers, Matt. Dispatch. These are just our tips, so take them easy, take them hard. It's up to you. Right, the tagless Haynes. Most bizarre Haynes brief I've that, that there's ever been. And Matt, I or Regan. Yeah, I hear you, and I definitely would take the shot on it because you'd be dumb not to. Coming to you from the heart of New England. Get ready to take some tips. I wonder why my head wasn't nodding. Is <laughs> <laughs> that just made that way? Like a bobblehead? Yeah, no. Suspiciously still. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my head. All right. Welcome in, takers, to Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. Welcome into some new subscribers. We got a few of you on YouTube. Just a Tip FFP, if you search for us, we appreciate it, uh, you doing that. Uh, so hopefully hopefully we give you some good tips for you takers to take home some championships and take home some winning rookie drafts. It's rookie draft season. I.R. Regan, you are in the middle of one. Ugh. How's it going, man? Tell us how it is. Honestly, pretty good at this point. It is crazy, though, with these picks being 24 hours long. It is stressful. <laughs> 24 uh, hours, slow clock? Yeah, it's it's a full oh, day. Full day. God. So it's been, uh, this is day, this might be the end of day two, and we just got through the second round. <laughs> so oh, it's man. pretty rough. But looking oh. pretty good. Grab Gibbs at four. And got a couple other good ones. Got flowers and uh, the 110 by trading up. Not too shabby. Uh, and then I had a dead zone in this in the second. So we talked about that already. Mm. We'll talk about that some more. Yeah, because we got a, uh, a rookie mock draft coming up. And we are not going to take 24 hours to get through one pick. Uh, <laughs> let's try to keep this under 30 minutes at least. Good God. My wife would hate me. Mm-hmm. You are Sherry filed. Sherry <laughs> filed for divorce. Careful, you'll be served soon. Ryan the Tagless Haynes, how you doing? You doing any rookie mock drafts soon? This is my first rookie mock draft, but I think at this point I got a pretty good idea, I guess, of like what direction's going. And let's be real, Mac. I mean, between you and I talking on the show, how about oh. like first round picks? Who has those? Second <laughs> round picks. I have so <laughs> I have two different leagues and one strategy I'm doing is I am trading for proven talent. And the other one, I'm going to take some rookie talent, maybe even trade for some young one, one year players and see what shakes out. I'm just to see what strategy works for me. I don't care. It's just all a donation of my money. Anyway, it's not like I'm going to do anything with it. Right. I'll either gamble it away on DraftKings or that. So we'll see how it works out. Is there a reason why you're doing Either or, just to see what works. So you're in kind of the same boat in both teams. Mm, What do you mean in the same boat? Um, Your roster makeup right now. Oh well, it's all different players, but one of them I have stacked. I don't have the same. I know. (laughs) Are you rebuilding? Are you competing? Johnny's stuck on dumb over here. No, I'm contending. I'm contending in both of them. Awesome. I am very slow. We'll edit that out later. Jesus. Uh, Let's get to the mock draft, though, shall we, takers? We're not going to do any news. We're just going to just going to get into. Oh, my God. 
get some picks, some some ball grabbers here. Yeah. And his ability Ooh. to suck in these balls. <laughs> Ryan's mom's drop. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, nice. Low blow already. We're only five mm. minutes into the episode. Uh, yeah, she does love going low. All right. So we have a super flex mock draft we're doing. Tight end premium uh, super flex. So you could put a QB in a flex spot there, takers, if you haven't done it. But this is all rookies. So we already have our established teams. And we're just going to go with uh, two rounds. That's what we're going to shoot for. So we'll see how we do. Uh, I'm going to be in the first spot. Ryan will be in the second. And Regan bringing up the rear at the third spot. And then we'll just keep on alternating. So are you boys ready to do a mock draft? Game time. Perhaps Let's do it. Game mock four, just, baby. just for a second, just to see how it feels. All right, so I am in the first spot. There's no reason to really talk about it, except I did want to mention one thing. I love seeing on Twitter, just a tip FFP. I'll retweet this stuff. Somebody let Bijan fall to the three spot. That's as low as I've seen him go. A three? Not even the two? Even just in a super flex. Yep, the three. It was Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud, and then it was Bijan. Yep. Not even Uh, Nice. Wow. So I retweeted it. Go check it out. But I'm in the first spot. I'm just going to take Bijan. Proven talent went awesome. Oh, look at you go. Oh, man. What's happening? Uh, I claimed it, but it's Max Pick. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, click on it. Yep, set player. There you go. Bingo, bingo. We know what we're doing. Atlanta Falcons, baby. Plus the uh, plus button. There we go. All right. Yep, Bijan went. Eighth pick overall to the Atlanta Falcons, who were the most efficient offensive line, offensive rushing scheme out there. They're incredibly hard to defend. And if Tyler Algier, a fourth-round pick in a real draft, is able to make hay, Bijan, rookie of the year, baby. Let's go. 2,000 yards rushing. (laughs) Makes you question why the Atlanta Falcons drafted a running back at pick number eight. It does. You feel like they should build up their defense, maybe? I don't know. Just me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe one day. We'll see. <laughs> Ryan Tagus uh, Haynes, what are you doing? You know, man, I, I know what you would do. I know you love you some A-Rich. Mm-hmm. You love that athleticism. You love that that high ceiling. But I think Bryce Young, with his accuracy and his ability to do it with his legs as well, obviously not to the same extent as A-Rich, I'm going Bryce Young at number two. I like his weapons. I like what they did with Jonathan Mingo, Adam Thielen, bringing DJ Chark. You got these athletic pieces. Let's go. Bryce Young, baby. Oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not worried about the little kid getting hurt and his longevity, huh? You're just going to go with number one overall pick. got to have... At least five years, right? Before that's they give what up I'm on thinking. him. That's a, that's what I'm worried about with A. Rich. I think if yeah. A. Rich, you know, if he gets two two years, three years, and he's just, and it's not a good situation. We already talked about his production in college. If we're seeing more of that in the pros, he's going to have yeah. a quicker uh, quicker leash, shorter leash. That's for sure. All right. 
Well, you you made my pick a lot easier. I was really <laughs> gonna I was really gonna switch some stuff up. I didn't think you were going young, so I, I think it's a rich ease easily for me here. Yep. Uh, in a two QB league, a big arm, great position. The team's building around him. Uh, can't be mad about this. Good running nope. game, Michael Pittman. I love I. Oh yeah, I love a rich. Don't get me wrong. I am back in on Michael Pittman. Let's go. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With his cannon, mm-hmm. maybe he'll be able to do something finally. You know, Matt Ryan couldn't throw it down the field last year. It's kind of a kind of a problem for a QB to have. <laughs> a little bit. All right, so I'm back on the clock here. And, you know, draft capital, what it's going to be, you got to go for it, even if it is Detroit. Jameer Gibbs, nice. they were all excited. You, I'm going to take him, take that running back. Uh, a mini Alvin Kamara who Dan Campbell, he was coaching with the Saints, too, back in the day. So maybe that's what he's trying to go for, get a little guy like that, and we'll, we'll see what comes out when of I it. I see Charles come again and again and again and again and again. That gives me fucking hope. Yeah, they have some hope here. They have some hope. So, uh, yeah, give me Jameer Gibbs. Uh, Maurice... Jones Drew on NFL Game Day Live on uh, NFL Network. He was talking about how he thinks that Jameer Gibbs is going to be a 2,000 all-purpose yard player. He thinks he's going to fill in that role. He thinks he's probably going to get, I don't know, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving. I'm not sure, but he's got some big expectations for him. And if that's the case, he's going to be a dynamic fantasy player. And I don't blame you for pegging him over C.J. Stroud, to be honest with you. I think I think his upside now in the in the landing spot is just it's too mm-hmm. good. Uh, but with that said, I'm going C.J. Stroud here. Okay. I think you got. I think you pick any of these quarterbacks over uh, any of the wide receivers that are available. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, C.J. Stroud, baby, let's go. Nico Collins, John Mechie, <laughs> take Miguel. Uh, yeah, Dude. lovely. And Dalton Schultz, man, come on. And Dalton Schultz. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Regan, you were on the clock. All righty, boys. So I'm at team six, pick six. This is where it really gets into the, you know, I think the good group of wide receivers, the four wide receivers, and who do you take over who, who's going to output more than the next. And it's really hard to determine. We have JSN coming up next. Um, I think he can out outplay Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett's outplayed DK Metcalf quite a few times. We've seen it happen. Uh, Tyler Lockett could be out of this, off this team next year necessarily. JSN uh, could be a stud going forward. Quentin Johnson with the Chargers kind of throws me off with his catching abilities, a body catcher. He is literally a mix between their two wide receivers that they already have. But being with Herbert is really nice. Uh, Jordan Addison, Minnesota. I love that. This is where it just gets tough. And then Zay Flowers, I don't like the landing spot. I'm really in between JSN and Jordan Addison at this point. I think I have those up as my two first wide receivers off the board. Jordan Addison probably is the best this year, but I see JSN as the best wide receiver going forward out of this class, and I will go JSN. Mm-hmm. Simple enough. Uh, DK Metcalf and him could be twin towers there and just do work. Uh, as long as Geno Smith stays up with it, and I don't see a sign of him stopping anytime soon. He absolutely killed it last year. They did not get a quarterback to replace him. I'm liking it. Yeah, they did everything 
to help him succeed. So I, I like it. Uh, Jason, he was overshadowed in college too with uh, Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave to his junior year. So, or is that sophomore year? Excuse me. Did he declare as a yep. junior and riddle yep. uh, with the hamstring injury last year, but he had his most production then with those two guys. So let's see what happens. I like it. Take the talent. And draft I capital. think the Kirk Cousins situation kind of scares me too with Addison. I like how you phrased that, Reeks. Like, I think one year, Addison's probably going to be the guy this year. And uh, I would say that JSN in the future is that I think that's the right pick for sure. Oh, what? Thank you. Oh, look at you. Very nice of you to say. And check is in the mail. Uh, um, all right. So, yep, kind of going with the same strategy that you have. He might be overshadowed, but these guys are on their way out. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I will take Quentin Johnston uh, to be paired with Justin Herbert for the next few years. And we've seen Keenan Allen and Mike Williams get hurt all last year. They're Keenan Allen 30, 31 now uh, by the time the season starts. And Mike Williams, he got the big contract last year. But they can get out of it next year. So this oh, yeah. is basically his replacement. Uh, I think they said it's fifteen million off the cap next year if they get rid of him. This something year it would like, have been like that. twenty something, twenty six or something stupid. Yeah, they set it up for later on. So this was their plan. Uh big body, six three, two oh eight. Uh he's gonna get bigger too. He's only twenty one. So give me the next three years with Justin Herbert. Mike Williams and Keenan Allen possibly out the door. Uh, I like it. Yeah, I yeah, those are right. great points, Mac. I think I think uh, like for as far as like the future, Quentin Johnson, JSN. I think they're the top two receivers in this class. And then I'm I'm gonna take Addison here, boys. Got him. Mm-hmm. I, I think you have to. He's he's gonna be probably the most productive player, uh, wide receiver in this class this year for sure. And God, I have my two. I have him as my two over Quentin Johnson. Uh, but you made a really good point with the Kirk Cousins. I, I, and like I said earlier, this is going to be his good year. You don't know what you're going to get out of him next year. You're going against the best wide receiver, arguably the best wide receiver of the NFL, Justin Jefferson. So, mm. And you're not worried about him being overshadowed by Justin Jefferson, huh? Absolutely not. And, if, and Hawkinson? See, I think Hawkinson is the one I'm more worried about in general. We've seen what he did. He actually came in there, did, was just as productive as Detroit, if not better, going into that as a relief out for Kirk Cousins. Uh, Justin Jefferson is definitely going to help him, though. But I think there's a lot to go around with this team, especially if they're going to get rid of Cook uh, on June 1st. If they get rid of him, it's a no cap hit. I believe, or some less less cap hit. So the word is that Kurt, uh, Cook is out of Detroit. If he's out, that leaves Minnesota. a lot. Yeah, I'm you said Detroit. Oh, you're, you're good. Sorry, but anyways, um, yeah. If Cooks is gone from Minnesota, I think that really opens up some uh, extra passes for T.J. Hawkinson, which you know Addison won't be affected in general. Hmm. Yep, Dalvin Cook coming to Miami. Let's go. Oh, my God. Enjoy that. I, I mean, Justin Jefferson had 184 targets last year. Uh, I think he could share some. So it's okay. Go ahead. Uh, he's my wide receiver three off the board, though, just because 
the dropping stuff. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. So I'm here at uh, pick nine, guys. Zay Flowers is up. Uh, Charbonnet, Dalton Kincaid. This one's a little tough. Zay Flowers, I actually took him in a draft today at 110. I absolutely love the player. I absolutely hate the landing spot. Now, they are going to do something a little bit different in Baltimore with the new coaching staff and whatever. Uh, I'm just not sure how I feel about this. So in this draft, I'm going to play it safe, and I'm actually going to stay away from Flowers. And I'm going to go with the next QB, Will Levis, for Tennessee. Yeah. I'm going to go here on a two QB league. Uh, I, have very, I have a lot of questions with the the uh, the guys coming up in the you know projected picks here. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, when uh, somebody picks him, we'll get to that. I got a little bit of a spiel on him. And Charbonnet at Seattle, another one I'm just nervous about, you know, the, the fitting. So I'm going to go with the simple pick of Will Levis and lock up that next QB. Hmm. He, he was going to go quite early, possibly really early, and Tennessee was able to fall uh, to the second round, that poor guy in that waiting room. That was rough to watch. Yeah, people were absolute dicks to him. Like uh, I don't, I don't get it. Like you, you make fun of the kid, but then you praise everybody else's hard story. Like I, I hope he, I hope he does well. I don't have much faith in him, but yeah, he's getting to a uh, team with a good line. Uh, they yeah. just need some wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, they're not as they're not that good in the no. offensive line department anymore for pass protection. But uh, he's an athlete, so we'll see what happens. All right. I'm on the clock next, and yeah, well, since you did it for me, Zay Flowers here. Mm. Burner, new offensive coordinator in Baltimore. I'm not too in love with the landing spot either, uh, especially, but especially if Lamar Jackson goes out, then the passing volume is just going to suck again. So he's got to stay healthy out there for him, but I can see him doing some burning, nice burning plays like Marquise uh, Hollywood Brown would do. And I just don't think Rashad Bateman is their plan anymore. I think they're moving on. That's why they, they yep. got flowers. So uh, I'm going to take that draft capital and hope that he takes the top off the defense. And he might only have like three catches uh, because of the passing volume. But with the new OC, I have faith, and they won't be so run heavy. I, I got a good feeling in general about their their offensive scheme, I think, going into it. They put so much money into Lamar that they're going to want to keep him safe in general. That's why they go out and get OBJ. They go out and get Flowers. They give him somebody to throw to. It's going to limit his rushing, limit his injuries. I, and everything should go up from there. Now, I you know, he's not the number one passer in the league but it's definitely going to help him and when you got quick speedy guys like flowers with great body control uh mm -hmm. it's going to be great for him and you just picture him now rolling out and chucking it deep to him all right ryan who you got oh man this is when it gets tricky boys mm -hmm. uh i do i would say just to go back a little bit i would probably put flowers above levis but i do understand the reasoning there reeks with with picking levis i think you're going guaranteed opportunity. He's going to get opportunity in this league to play. And now we run into the situation where we have some of these players who it's like, who knows? And and what's it going to be? And uh, are they going to get a chance? They might not. It's just like, there's too many question marks here. Uh, I think I got to go. I'm going to go ahead and pick Zach Charbonnet here. 
Okay. Uh, I think we just talked about like opportunity a little bit and he's going to get opportunity. He's going to be able to play. It's going to be somewhat consistent is what I, is what I would, would project uh, probably somewhere in the range of like 12 to 15 carries per game, but I don't know how involved he's going to be in the passing game. Uh, he's, he's obviously got Ken Walker there for the next three years. So it's not even like the situation where like the, the starter is going to move on the next year. And then, you know, Charbonnet is going to slide right into that number one role. This is going to be a split backfield for the indefinite future. And uh, I don't love Charbonnet. I really think he has a limited ceiling uh, in Seattle, but I think he's the safest pick here. We're going to have to discuss this some other time. Uh, we're oh, not no. doing a mock and we're not on the clock, but I don't have faith in uh, a split, even split backfield. I don't think he's no. going to get that much opportunities unless Ken Walker gets hurt, which he did a bunch of times last year. Yes. And Ken Walker, he banked on those, drawing the defensive in, defensive players in, making one move and gone because of some misdirection. So if he's banking on those and he's not being able to make the plays on his own, Zach Charbonnet can. I am a little worried that uh, Pete Carroll might just walk into the locker room one day and just be like, there's only one spot open right now. So we're going to have tryouts. (laughs) That would have better with the video, but uh, we'll we'll discuss that later. But I don't I don't hate the pick, Ryan. I like Zach Charbonnet's talent. And if Ken Walker goes down, yeah, full volume play for him. That's it, man. We, like I said, like it's just question marks all over the board. Oh, whatever, yeah. you, whatever running back you pick at this point, it's a split backfield situation, yeah. and you just gotta try to oh, guess. Absolutely, and that's the future too. Like we're gonna have to get used to that. Oh, I I like it. We yeah, we talked about it. They're gonna they're building up that team. Uh, and Walker always gets hurt. So, <laughs> anyways, I'm at pick 12, guys. Let's finish off this first round strong. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we had Dalton Kincaid. Oh, a little Miami running back, Mac. Don't worry, Uh-oh. I'm not gonna take him. Uh, Dang, we got hey. Michael Mayer, <laughs> another tight end, guys. Uh, I'm gonna take the last quarterback that I think is relevant. I mean, quarterback, oh. wide receiver. That I think. Oh, I okay. I, I thought you were going head and hooker there for a second. I'm like, I was oh, gonna say, don't do that. <laughs> no, come on, funny feeling. Uh, no, Jonathan Mingo, uh, big guy, six two. Oh, okay. I I think he could be. I think he's the last possible wide receiver in this that could be a number one, and possibly um, this year. He's hmm. going into a uh, Carolina with young. They, they're going to build together, I'm hoping. Uh, Adam Thielen is the guy he's really got to beat out. I don't see that as a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're pretty good. DJ Chark, another good guy to comment in. Maybe somebody you can kind of learn from in general. But I think Bingo is the last wide receiver after the big four that you can really put in and expect him to put in work this year um, and actually plan on it. I know there's some other guys that we could definitely take a shot on, and we're going to probably get into that. But I, I'm i just not comfortable with that. So with the last pick, I want the guy that I know I can get some uh, get some points off of. So that's where I'm going with Mingo at the 112. Uh, he's, a, right. he's a big dude. Uh, it's spicy. 
I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic pick there at 112. Yep. Definitely. Uh, that would be my last one out of the first round for wide receivers that I would take. And yeah, besides that, I would just take probably dark throws at running back uh, if they were all gone. So uh, nice job. So recapping the first round, we had Bijan Robinson obviously going first for some reason. People <laughs> are letting him drop out of the first. Don't do that. Uh, takers. Uh, Bryce Young to team two for some reason, taking the the little person over the gigantic uh, action figure and Anthony Richardson at number three. (laughs) And then team four must be set at quarterback because he took Jameer Gibbs looking for that talent and that running back factor with that draft capital. Then CJ Stroud to team five and JSN at team six, first wide receiver off the board, pretty much just how the draft would lay out. And Quentin Johnson, Jordan Addison was next then. Uh, Will Levi Jeans at team number nine. Um, perhaps have to wait a year for him to be a starting quarterback, but I think they're they're done with the Tannehill experiment. Uh, they gave him the money, and they keep on failing, so looking to shake it up. Zay Flowers, Zach Charbonnet, Jonathan Mingo to finish out that first round. <sighs> All right. So thank you for letting team one Devon A train chain train A train. That's what I'm calling him from A train. I like it from uh oh my god. The boys on Amazon. Jesus Christ. There was already an A train because I think it was uh was it Anthony Davis. Ah, uh, you're right. Back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we could change it up a bit. This team one needed some running backs. Uh-huh. So, taking 84th overall, this team, Miami, they need a playmaker out of the backfield. Too many times did Chase Edmonds drop the ball. Uh, Raheem Mostert running out of gas. Jeff Wilson just not able to stay on the field. They're going to go with the little guy, trying to have him and Tyreek Hill be the little little engines that could speeding down the field. So, uh, let's go with him. And I'll be my second running back. Do you think he's going to get enough opportunity? Or do you think it's going to be like what we saw at the end of last year was like Jeff Wilson, one game, Raheem Mostert, another game. You know, this year it's like Devon A-Chain, this game, Mostert again, the next. It's like, who's who's the Mm -hmm. guy? And McDaniel has repeatedly throughout his career uh, has shifted these running backs, you know, dating back to the Shanahan offense oh, yeah. in, in San Francisco and now in Miami. So I just, I'm not mm-hmm. confident in like the short term production and, and the consistency there. And I'm also not confident in kind of anything past year one. And who's to say they don't bring in like Dalvin Cook, like you said, Mac. So uh, I think he's the best of the best right now as far as running backs. But again, like I just don't love it. <laughs> I mean, it's not ideal. It's not ideal for if you're wanting a starting running back. It's definitely going to be an investment. Maybe Dalvin Cook makes it. Maybe not. I think it's a lot of rumors. I would love it personally as a fan, but uh, they drafted him with purpose. They had plenty of other needs to fill on the team, and they wanted him. And I think uh, Mike McDaniel has learned some lessons from head coaching last year to not give up on the run so early 
And now that he has his running backs, Jeff Wilson, Raheem Mostert, that much older, he wants a young, speedy guy, change of pace type of back, uh, can square it out of the backfield and make some catches as well. Something that Tua doesn't do too well or not often enough, I should say, is check down to those running backs. So hopefully they game plan with purpose. Uh, I mean, best landing year. spot for him. Best landing spot for him by, mm-hmm. by far. I you got to have uh, you got to have a defense spread out. And so with your threats with Terry Kill and Waddle, oh, yeah. uh, you got to get some openings with some uh, guys in motion, some misdirections and uh, with that zone running scheme. So. And he's got like the it. speed to take advantage. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Speaking of people that take advantage, Ryan, you're number two. Ooh, man. All Ooh. right. I still think, man, we're running thin here. I don't yeah. love taking a tight end right now. I think it's too early for a tight end, to be honest with you. But it's like looking at the options. Mm-hmm. That's This is exactly where I was at, boys, in my draft today. This is the dead zone. Uh, and not exactly yeah. dead zone, but it just starts to hurt a little. All right. Let's you talk know, a little bit. Let's talk a little bit right here. What do we do at this spot? Do we try trading out? I will take, I'll trade down their second and take next year's second or next year third. Is that worth it? Because we're not in love with any of these guys here. Hmm. <laughs> You could, I mean, you could certainly push back. The problem is like you're, you're two, two. So like your early second. So if you trade for a future second, the chances of landing, you know, in the earlier part of the round is going to be uh, slimmer for you, especially when you're trading back. But when you have that future asset, you can utilize that in the season to add a proven veteran. And it gives you time to kind of identify who that veteran is that you want to trade for. So I'm okay with like, Maybe getting a third this year or a late second, trade back, add a second for next year. Mm-hmm. I, I'm okay with that if you're, you know, probably going to use that second round next year to get a proven asset later in the season. All right. Well, Regan stocked up on seconds and it actually paid off for him today. Oh, yeah. You Big traded. Time. What did you trade? I traded. Uh, so I traded my 204. In a two next year for the 110 uh, in a 10 team league, uh, I tr- I almost had uh, the 203 for my 206 and a we'll just say a flyer on my bench. Not very good, <laughs> um, but it was just I was moving up three spots 206 to 203. Almost had that one that didn't work out, but now I got I got 210 as well coming up, and I am excited to possibly get a tight end there. I think that's mm-hmm. a great spot, a landing spot for tight end. So I'm taking but advantage you use, of this use. But you use two second round draft picks to trade up for Zay Flowers, right? Yep. Is that what it was? That was the cost for it. Correct. I mean, it's one it this year, one last league. year. I mean, one this year, one next year. That's what it was. <laughs> I was gonna say last year. Nice. All right, I traded for <laughs> Some last vicious year. history there. <laughs> nice. Yep, I got you. Yeah, you stock them up and then hopefully use them for capital. Uh, to move up up in the drafts. Yeah, some people like them. Uh, It's so much easier to to get than a first. Yeah, absolutely. And to add to that, this is the the point of the draft where you might want to consider like finding a guy like Regan who has Mm -hmm. 2-4, 2-10, and maybe you grab like two second round picks for this 2-2. 
And then that way it's like, okay, I'll throw two, two darts instead of one dart and see what mm-hmm. I can see what I can grab. Double my chances. Yeah. Don't be afraid to shop around. That's all I was saying. There's one thing I did want to suggest. Well, one last thing is mm-hmm. I think uh, if you're okay, um, some teams at the two, 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 three are going to need tight ends. I think there's about three guys left in this draft and that's around the 205, the 2.5, 2.6. That's when I want to start trading. I think you really need to. Um, and I, but you gotta, you gotta do it beforehand. You gotta do it a little bit earlier. I don't think you can mm-hmm. do it right when it gets to your pick. Uh, cause no, people, you gotta, are gonna, yeah. people are going to realize the same thing you're realizing right now in this mock draft that it's not looking pretty right there. And who knows if they did their research, you'd be ahead of the game. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you gotta call your shot. Uh, no matter, doesn't matter, uh, what's going to show up. Uh, just gotta live with that decision. All right, uh, yeah. I think, Ryan, I think with this move here, uh, I'm really tempted to do one of two things. Uh, what I would consider doing is trading down to like the middle of the round and picking uh, Jaden Reed. I'm really high on him okay. with Green Bay. I think he's going to be the second receiving option for them. I think it's going to he's going to line up nicely across from Watson, and he's very versatile, uh, small, shifty guy, another explosive playmaker. So I like that landing spot in Green Bay for him, but I wouldn't take him at two two. You know what, boys? I'm doing. I'm Hendon Hooker. Let's no, do it. No. Okay. That last quarterback. I think if he gets a shot in Detroit, and Goff is out, and he can kind of learn from Goff a bit, having Amon Ra, having having Jamison Williams, uh, having Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery and all these different weapons, this solidified O-line, like they've really put uh, a lot of, they've put the pieces around their quarterback. So if he gets a shot, I think he can do something with it. So Hendon Hooker at 2-2, baby. So what if I, thin, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, what if I told you that they are in contract extension talks with Jared <laughs> Goff right now? <laughs> Well, didn't he already get an extension? Isn't he there for like two more years? Yeah, they're talking about doing it again. Yeah, they're doing <laughs> they're locking him up. I don't yeah, know like what the, his actual thing is right now, but I saw the same yeah. thing, Mac. Uh, but no I think details, it's all based. Yeah. yeah, I think it's all based on how he's looking this preseason this year, and uh, they'll go from there. When yeah. that becomes official, which I guess if you, ha- I guess it might not when you're when you're drafting. So I. I would probably reconsider but as far as like again you're just throwing darts at guys who might get a chance mm-hmm. here i guess i guess kendra miller would be my next mm-hmm. because i think kendra miller will actually get an opportunity i don't think kamara is coming back next year um but they have not given Goff that extension yet right mm-hmm. mac not yet they're so just I'm in talks with the Hendon hooker pick Let's okay i mean Say Jared Goff goes 500 for half the year and Hendon Hooker is ready to go. He's healthy. It's like, listen, we, we're we ready. Aaron Rodgers is gone. This is our time to take over the Vikings, uh, take over the division. They are favored to win the division. So mm-hmm. I can, I can see a path. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, we'll talk a little bit later about sleepers and stuff, but I got to make a note about that with quarterbacks. All right. I've seen Regan. bad Jared Goff in the past, too. Bad Jared Goff exists. Yeah, when he's on sure. the road. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, Reeves, you're up, man. All righty. So I really like your Miller pick. You guys actually talked me into him as well today in my actual draft, which was great. 
But I cannot pass up Dolphin Kincaid right here. Nah, at damn it. You can't. <laughs> yeah. It's it's illegal. Yeah. Um, uh, just to it's get into illegal. it, though, it, he is a a really large wide receiver is really what it is. Now, the problem with this is, is they do still have Dawson Knox on their team. They, he is still under contract for a couple years, a couple seasons. Um, he is strictly uh, not a good pass catcher. <laughs> I think we've noticed this. And that's why they went out and actually put high capital on this guy. They cut in front of the Dallas Cowboys so they couldn't get Kincaid. They uh, tight end blocked him, a little cock block, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I, I love it. I think they are going to use him. Um, I think it's literally going to be a, the Kincaid uh, Stefan Diggs tandem. I don't think anybody else really matters here at wide receiver. Kincaid is going to get his targets. He will probably be out wide. I could see them doing a lot of double tight. Uh, why not? Uh, it's just, well, I don't know. Oh, he God. doesn't. He doesn't traditionally line up in a tight end. Uh, he does not either. He he can line out up wide. He's one of the best pass catchers. Some say the best pass catchers in this draft class. So I was hoping that he would fall to me in the next spot. Uh, in one of the best offenses in the league. So okay, right. I'm literally see. I'm viewing him as a wide receiver, even if he him has, in the second round. Yeah, even if he has Pat Fryermuth type rookie year level, a low end tight Lovely. end. Yeah, great. I mean, we know we you're going to have some weeks with him. We do have to limit it a little bit because we all know how tight ends are their rookie year. Not. They're not. <laughs> Except I mean, for Pat Farmer. <laughs> it was him, him and Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts was taken, what, fourth overall? Something like yes. that. That was uh, worse. But it made sense. Hey, he was, he was tight. It made sense. Six. It's because so, he went to Atlanta. <laughs> I know. He just he didn't score the touchdown, so. Anything can happen. A lot of people are saying, don't waste your pick until you get to the third round. I don't no, care. He'll be gone. If they prioritize a tight end like this, I'm going to take him in the second round. So uh, I've been seeing that's... him going in the first round. All right. On several mocks today. I did a lot of research during my own draft. He is going uh, at sometimes before flowers. <laughs> it's a really volatile draft class. It could Every go any which completely way. Completely different. Every draft <laughs> yeah. looks completely different. So, yeah. all right, all right. So I am team four here. I already took Gibbs. I'm set at QB. So for this team, I'm just establishing that, and I'm set at uh, tight end as well because Kincaid was gone. Was going to take him, uh, but I am going to go with uh, Marvin Mims. Who was taken mm. by Denver? Oh. The oh. okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? His ACL tear? Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about uh, <laughs> what everybody else is talking about and how he's KJ Hamler. So if you like okay. KJ Hamler, then pick, then pick him. He's more talented, but yes. he's also there with Judy. He's there with Sutton. He's there with Sutton's you know, out Wilson, the door. Man. Who couldn't oh, even yeah. support Sutton and Judy last year consistently. I well, we'll see. I think Judy's got to go. One of those guys got to go, and then Mims might get his opportunity. It was the first pick that Sean Payton took, and that exactly. was him. He's going to prioritize him. They 
uh, my God, what was I going to say? They are, we're shopping Jerry, Judy, and Cortland Sutton about a month ago, five weeks ago. Cortland Sutton's out. They picked up the year option on Jerry, Judy. Yep. It This is the plan. It's going to be him. Uh, probably back half of the season, though. So you're going to have to be patient. Hopefully they trade Cortland Sutton out of there so he'll have some relevancy. But all right, let's uh, pick up the pace a little bit more. Uh, Ryan, you're on the clock. Team five. Yeah, uh, here I'm going to go. You know what? I'm going to go uh, Roshan Johnson. Oh, uh, I think Roshan. Dude, not this early. Prick. No, I think I think <laughs> he has the potential to be the number one back this year. He can be. Dante Foreman's 27 years old. He's probably lining up to be the guy right now. Um, but picking picking Roshan, it, it just makes you question Khalil Herbert a little bit. And Khalil mm-hmm. Herbert's in the final year of his contract as well. So I think I think I'm picking him solely on the fact that he can compete with those guys for that starting job as opposed to say like uh, a guy we're not going to talk about today, like is he a band of Kanda in the, with the jets who's never going to be able to compete and overtake Brees Hall. Johnson can't overtake Herbert. He can't overtake Foreman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get to this type uh, with this point of the draft, you, you just got to find those guys that have talent and avenues. Talent's going to win, but if you can see an avenue, uh, some player, one player gets hurt. All right, there you got the starting job. Go for it. Take a take a shot on him. But I really wanted him to drop to me. All right, Regan, who you got? Well, we've been we talked about him several times. Kendra Miller, I gotta take him here. Uh, it's it's a tough one though. You so what we talked about today, guys, with him is he could possibly be the overtaking bell cow over Alvin Kamara. We don't know his situation. He might not even be on the team next year. He's, I believe he's already suspended going into this season. If that is, that's correct. Not yet. Uh, well, he will be. Um, yeah. He's also 20. Uh, Alvin Kamara is also 27 years old. Hasn't looked good the past couple of years. I don't know. Ryan, you looks like you're having a headache, a migraine or something. Yeah, I thought I thought I picked Kendra Miller already. <laughs> I <thought> I <laughs> yeah, that too, too. I would pick Kendra Miller over Roshan Johnson. <laughs> okay, I was gonna say. I'm like, I thought he was gonna drop. All right, never mind. Can we switch that big guy? <laughs> nope, we're good. That happens. That happens uh, in the draft, no. baby. That's All right. Awesome. Well, Ryan, would you like to give your spiel? Because you gotta. Is he taking over for a 27 and 28 year old running back this year? He he very well could, especially if that 27, 28 year old running back doesn't get the opportunity to play. So, uh, yeah, I I really like Kendra Miller. He's got prototypical size. He's he's got the speed. He he's versatile. He can be used in the passing game and the running game. He is uh, who you kind of want to target here. And who you wanted? I also talked about Jaden Reed, and I didn't pick him either. I I'm all over the place. This isn't my best episode. You guys are nailing it though. Nice work. Like we did with your mom last night. Wow. Okay. But it's a it's all right, Ryan. We all we all make mistakes. Yeah. Usually it's me. <laughs> Bud Light presents. Real I deserve it. Genius. All right. Bring it on. Here we go. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's get back to this uh, draft. Is it? Am I up? You sure are, my friend. All right. Now I don't know who's available or not. Um. I'm gonna go tank. Bigsby here. Ooh. 
Uh, six foot two thirteen. He was taken by Jacksonville. They, I don't know if, uh, my God, I almost called him Pete Davidson. At the end? <laughs> no, Doug Peterson. I don't oh. know. I almost called him Pete Davidson. Uh, they did not. They did not draft Etn. I don't know if this regime wants him or that they have faith in him. And then we saw Hasty get some play last year as well. I I can see him taking a lot of goal line opportunities. I feel his offense is going to be better. They're going to have more of those red zone opportunities as well. So I will take take Bigsby, hopefully to be a running back too by end of next year. Yeah, I hope this isn't the whole the like, back half. Uh, Jamal Williams, the uh, Swift situation, because Bigsby is just going to plow through people through the red zone. And I am quite nervous about Travis Etienne, guys. In Dynasty, are you possibly looking to ditch him? Trade him at high? Yeah, you can't get much for him now. I I wouldn't. I think he's in a nice tandem too. I think they're kind of yeah. they're kind of different backs. Tank Bigsby's your your downhill runner, which is something that Travis Etienne has struggled with at the NFL level. Uh, so Etienne's going to be like your outside the tackle, your third down back, your receiving back. He obviously can be used in first and second down, um, but Bigsby's just going to be like a nice change of pace guy. That's how I see this. Yeah, kind of like a more even Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb. Yeah, that's a good comparison. I would say. Yeah, I don't know. They got to give Travis Etienne more targets. They weren't using them well. Only 45 targets last year. Mm, correct. Uh, they got to get him out in space. So hopefully, hopefully this year with Cal- Calvin Ridley there and stuff, they'll they'll open up the offense some more. Uh, all right, Ryan, you're up. Oh man, you know what? I know I talked about Jaden Reed a little bit, but he's slipping. So. You know, maybe if I have like a Regan situation where I have the 210 mm-hmm. as well as uh, what is this eight right now? If I have one of those combo deals, I might let Jaden Reed slip a little bit more and see if I can get him in my next pick. So I'm going to stop the slide here on Josh Downs and I'm going to pick okay. him. Reggie yeah. Wayne came out, said he's the greatest receiver in this draft. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if anybody knows about receivers, it's it's Reggie Wayne. You mean all five, six of him? Well, five eight, excuse me. He wears one inch cleats and he spikes on his cleats. So he's five eight, one seventy. Not worried about that little guy. I'm not. He's a slot guy. He's an explosive guy. Um, you know, he can make some big plays down the field yep. too. So if Anthony Richardson's You're extending muted. plays and he finds Josh Downs down the field, like that's a good guy to find. So no, I, I don't mm-hmm. think he's gonna be consistent, mm-hmm. but I think he can be a guy that you might be able to insert on like a like for a bye week filler or a deep flex league, something like that. All right, sounds good. All right, we got four more picks left. Let's go, Regan. All right, Power easy trip. one for me right here. I'm kind of reaching, but uh, Sam Laporte. That's who I'm oh, going here. Jesus. Tight end for Detroit. Uh, Even these tight ends, man, you're biased. Oh, I, I am. But these guys, Kincaid and him, are they're hybrids. They are a Travis Kelsey-esque player. They will be getting more catches than you think. He's going to Detroit with Goff. Uh, last, uh, I believe it was last year with TJ Hawkinson. He was averaging about five uh, targets a game. Uh, you can't beat that for a tight end in this offense that is really up and coming. They really are building this offense. So I'm fine with getting a piece of that as well. 
Sam Laporta right here, tight end. Going to be playing a lot in the slot. He is a athletic freak. Um, I like Mayer right here, but I, I'm going to go with the guy that I know is going to get more passes, more catches, more targets. Silence. All right. Nice. No, I was trying to make my next pick. I'm sorry. I was not ignoring you. So my next pick, I'm going with Jaden Reed out of Green Bay. I think the Romeo yeah. Dobbs love story is over. Oh, we're out there. Romeo, he is on the waiver wire soon. Coming to a league near you. <laughs> Lovely. Take it 50th overall. I think uh, the big play receiver in Christian Watson is great. With the way they drafted tight ends and this guy, they're they're trying to change up the offense a bit with Jordan Love to f- go with Jordan Love's strengths. And they're talking about extension, or they did extend him, Regan. Uh Jordan Love, Jordan Love? yeah. Yeah, added an extra year to his contract, twenty two point right. five million up a possibility. Holy shit. For guys. All right. <laughs> Yep, he's a versatile guy, so he has some special teams value as well, so I can see the team keeping him on a little bit longer than what we can project Dobbs to be. All right, Ryan? Yeah, I think here I'm going to actually slide down a little bit, and uh, I'm going to pick Jalen Hyatt, to be honest with you. You son of a... I think he offers something a little bit different than some of the receivers that are on this Giants team. It seems like they just have a team full of slot guys, and then Hyatt kind of gives them a little bit of a more of a vertical threat. Which means, guys, he's probably going to see the field. If he sees the field, then he has what? He has the avenue, like Max said. He has the opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I'm drafting right now. Um, So, yeah, I think pretty good ceiling. Going to be on the field immediately. And uh, Jalen Hyatt's my pick here. Well, that really puts me in a pickle. Uh, this is rough. I won't go with another tight end just to keep it fresh. Oh, I thought you were gonna do it, dude. <laughs> I, I really want to, but I'm not gonna do it. We gotta, we Thank gotta God. switch it up a little bit. So let's just go with the guys that are are left. Rashad Rice, uh, Rashid Rice, uh, for Kansas City. Kansas, they gotta have a a wide receiver that they bring in that actually does something, right? We've. Oh, seen... you mean like you mean like Sky Moore? Oh yeah, like Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony. Or you know, MBS. Yeah, it's just it's been rough. I don't see him as as being the guy in general. Even though uh, Patrick Mahomes came in and was like the guy telling them to pick him. Whatever floats your boat, dude. Uh, Tajay Spears could be the backup for Derrick Henry, but supposedly he has some ACL issue. Like I got, I heard that today. I got a little nervous. He has he has that he has bone spurs and stuff so everybody's think is scared thinking he's gonna be having a short career so hopefully he gets healthy and does not and so the, shortly the guy that i'm gonna go with right here is really just a flyer and i'm it's not gonna help you much this year but it's gonna be chase brown for cincinnati now we're taking him because uh oh my god i just had his name in my head the guy Why? that just left P, oh my God! Michael P. Ryan. Thank Michael you, P. Ryan. He is P. Ryan's gone. This whole Joe Mixon thing is really sketchy. Uh, new stuff came out the other day about his situation. It's a possibility that he's not even on the team uh, next year, uh, and who knows what happens going into this year. So this is really just a flyer of just getting the starting running back on an amazing offense 
And if you not if you don't need something like a tight end, like Michael Mayer would be a, a great pick right here. But if I want to take a flyer on somebody, I'm gonna go Brown and see if I can get a starter out of it. I like it. I, I get it. I get the landing spot. Uh, I watched a little bit of Chase Brown film, and I don't love the the profile. I, okay. I really don't. I like he's small. He yards after uh, contact is minimal. Uh, you know, he's, he's got this decent like lateral movement, but like he's a small guy. He can't block. Like you just watch him just absolutely get blown up by linebackers and defensive linemen and whatnot. He just, uh, I, I don't love the profile, but I do like the landing spot. And like you said, reeks like P Ryan's out, you know, who else do they have there? Like Chris Evans still maybe yeah. and clearly he's not going to be the number two. Joe Mixon might get cut. Yeah. At this point, that's less of a reality. But yeah, <laughs> I, I hear you. It's a flyer. It's a good pick. <laughs> I like it right now. Yeah. Absolutely. No, they, yeah, no, but good. You might. I'm so if that's the case, maybe I just took him a, a little early. <laughs> no, I really don't think. I think he's probably going like around this this ballpark. He is three, cruising third. up draft boards. <laughs> it's yeah. not right. Man, it's because of the landing spot. But if I were to choose here. I don't. I'd probably. I'd probably rather take a flyer on like Rasheed Rice. I'd rather yep. maybe nab Michael Mayer, who's got some similarities to like Jason right. Witten's game. Um, but I don't. I don't hate it. It's fine. Mayer is who I would have took, but I've already taken two know, tight ends I... in this draft. <laughs> <laughs> They're all different teams, though. You're fine. All right, takers. Thank you very much for joining the mock. We're gonna give you guys one quick little sleeper one guy that you guys want to take a dart at real quick but if you're listening to us on apple spotify please leave a review check out the if you're listening on spotify the poll question they got those out you can watch us on video on spotify now too you don't have to go to youtube just to tip ffp to watch us but if you are like and subscribe share tips with your friends and family especially your moms all right uh ryan do you have some sort of sleeper guy that you just want to take a dart at third round, fourth round, or maybe even late yeah, second. I, the I posted a video the, the other day. Uh, and this is, a, this is an important thing to note too. Like keep it, keep an eye on guys who go undrafted in your leagues. Um, I'm talking guys like maybe Keaton Mitchell. I'm not sure where he's going in drafts yet. I haven't had any uh, from ECU speeds. They're a good landing spot with the Ravens offer something different than like JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards, which is like production in the passing game. Uh, and he can be used. He can be sp- spread out wide. He can make some big plays in the air, through the air. Um, so Keaton Mitchell is one. Sean Tucker would be the other one for Tampa Bay who went undrafted um, because of a possible heart condition. Mm-hmm. But he's working out right now. So well, it's not possible. It, it was. It was. He did have. Yeah. He did have one. Okay, so. it's confirmed. Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah, he's he's making a comeback. So, but yeah, that scared people off. So. Oh uh, yeah, hopefully he does well. Uh, Regan, you got anybody? Not a tight end. <laughs> the only one that I, I I think of just because of this whole Cook thing is Dwayne McBride in Minnesota. Um, Alexander Madison is the guy right there right now, but I, if he wasn't getting all the work beforehand, you know he's not the best. So I could see something somebody like McBride coming in a bigger back, 209, not too shabby, not the best pass catcher, I believe. Uh, but neither was Cook at the beginning, <laughs> so let's see what he turns into. Um, and this is, 
Yeah, and this is just a flyer. Yeah, it's that Minnesota offense. So, uh, he if he mm-hmm. pops in though, he could be uh, a little bit of a steal if uh, he mm-hmm. kind of like, makes himself wor- wor- worthy for that uh, cook position. All right. Uh, my last little tip. It's not really a dart throw for a specific player, but say you are in a super flex and you are struggling at QB. Draft one of these guys late. If you got like a fourth round pick or maybe a late third and you're just like, all right, you know what? I'm need a starting quarterback, possibly Clayton tune drafted by Arizona. We don't know if Kyler Murray is going to be back. Do they even want to play him? Are they going to tank? We'll see. Is it going to be Colt McCoy? Who's pretty old and he's hurt too. I don't see that happening either. Take a shot on that guy or pick him up late. I'm saying like late fourth round. If you just don't love anybody, take a shot on one of those backup QBs where you can see the starting quarterback getting injured or not coming back right away. Hey, he might have to start for a few games at the beginning of the season. Pick him up, hmm. draft him. That's just a little, little thing. Yeah, just something late. You know, take a chance, make it happen. Keishon Pute, New England oh Patriots, baby. Man. First round talent, sixth round pick. Boom. I, okay. I laughed so hard when he got drafted. I was like, Ryan has his jersey. <laughs> booty, 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 booty. Rock that booty well. I think it is booty, too. I think he has come out and said that it's booty. It yeah, is booty. Dope. Yep. Uh, I was trying to keep that a secret. But uh, we're pod- we don't keep secrets here. Hour Very- late into the draft. Remember how we said this was going to be quick? We're just dropping tips left and right, man. That was quick. This is quick for us. 58 minutes. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there, guys. One day. Usually we last over an hour. Sometimes we're less than that. (laughs) That's not what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, five minutes. That's all you need, right? (laughs) And a sandwich. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Good night, Takers. Good night.